one. Just look at the lady and say, you are the one. You are the one. So keep sewing. Don't hold back. Keep doing what you're called to do today because tomorrow is in his hands. I am called for today. Today is my day. And I'm called for today. You're the one and it's today. That's all it needs. Tomorrow is in his hands. Just to start off, oh, I want to give you a fact. I like to start with a fact, and a joke is just my kind of thing, so please forgive me if you don't like it. Hallmark estimate about 150 million Mother's Day cards are sent out every year. So it's a very special day. Mothers, you are very special. So one day, it was Mother's Day, and two children went up to their mother and ordered the mother, please don't get out of bed, you're staying in bed. And they went round downstairs, and here was the mother waiting for breakfast in bed and she could smell the bacon and eggs and time went by and nobody was coming up. So she came down the stairs and the kids were there sitting at the table having bacon and egg. They said, surprise, we decided to do breakfast for ourselves today. <laughs> so sometimes, as Shan says, it's not the most rewarding. <laughs> you don't feel the most fulfilling. But can I say it's the most worthy it's the most honored. God saw it fit. When he called women, when he made woman, he saw it fit to be called. Because his character, his nature, the most beautiful nature of selflessness, of love, was just, you know, was put in this woman as a mother. And that's who we are. And when I say mothers, please forgive me. I'm talking about spiritual mothers, mothers-to-be, sisters, aunts, daughters. So when I say mothers, please don't get offended. I'm talking. All of you are mothers. All of you are mothers. You're called to be mothers. We have motherly instincts. Can I dare say this this morning? This is the only job in the whole wide world that God appoints you. You don't go looking for a job. God appoints you, which means he sees you fit, which means he's given you all the means, which means when he sealed the job and when you got this letter, I want you to note this down. The letter said, you and me together. He never said you alone. He said, look, child, woman, mother, it's going to be you and it's going to be me. And we're going to do this together because it's not an easy job. It's amazing how we often think that God uses extraordinary people, extraordinary stuff to do extraordinary things. But the truth is God uses ordinary people, ordinary stuff to do extraordinary things. And one such story is seen in the book of Exodus chapter 2. And it's only first couple of verses, there are about 10 verses about this wonderful mother named Jochebed. And that's who we're going to see this morning. We're going to see the story of the birth of Moses, but we're going to focus on his mother, Jochebed. 
Do you know when we read, uh, I've, I've recently noticed, when we read the Bible or a story from the Bible, I love when kids read it. Because when you finish the passage, they have so many questions. What? How? Really? But when we read a story, that's including me, we just read the story. It's just, uh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she, she made a basket, put it in the banks of Nile, yeah, story. But if you told this to a child, they go, what? There were crocodiles in, really? In a basket? A baby? And this morning, when I read this passage, I want you to have these questions. Because when you ask these questions, you are actually in the story. Because you are then living the story. It's not just a passage written in a book. It's the book, that a living book, and it's a story of a person and people. So this morning, I'm going to read 10 verses, and let's see how many questions you come up with. Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Now a man of the house of Levi, the priestly tribe, went and took as his wife a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was especially beautiful and healthy, she hid him for three months. Any questions come up? She hid him for three months. Just a tip. To protect him from the Egyptians. When she could no longer hide him, she got him a basket made of papyrus reeds and covered it with tar and pitch, making it waterproof. Then she put the child in it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. And his sister Miriam stood some distance away to find out what would happen to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile and she, together with her maidens, walked along the river's bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent a maid to get it, and she brought it to her. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. And she took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then this sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a wet nurse for the Hebrew woman to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go ahead. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him Moses and said, Because I drew him out of the water. Any questions? I have loads of questions. We see that there are three women here. At the right time, at the right place. This is no coincidence. This is the plan of God. Three women. Jochebed, Miriam, and I think Bithia is the name of the Pharaoh's daughter. Three women. This year is the year of establishment through... Oh my gosh, two people. <laughs> you need to know this. I'm going to say it again, the year of establishment through directive breakthrough. And in the story, we see a mother who is in a desperate need of breakthrough. She's a slave girl in Egypt. This is a ch third child. This is no new thing for her to be a mother. 
But what's happening around her is a very dangerous, it's, it's, it's chaos, it's death. The decree of the king was every male child will be put to death. This is what she was surrounded with. Can you just imagine that? She was surrounded by death. Her neighbor's kids were thrown in the... Like, just think about it for a second. There was this mother in desperate need. And here she was, Lord, I see this child. This child is special. You've told me, I feel in my heart that this child is special, not because of the way he looks, but I know that there is something about this child that you have given me. What do I do? What do I do? And she had two choices in front of her. Two choices. One was that she gave in and she broke. Or she stood on the promises and believing and walking right through and she chose the latter one. She didn't give in of what's going around her. She didn't give in and she didn't break. Many a time we do that. And it's okay and God's gracious. It's okay and he understands us. But you know what? This year is a year of breakthrough, not just for you, for your children, for your family, for your neighborhood, for your community, for your nation, for the nations. And if you believe that, you will never give in. And don't give in. Don't give in. And when you hear those negative words, take captive of it. We did that a few weeks ago. Take captive of every negative thought. Don't let it discourage you. Because it's not of God. God always makes a way. Always makes a way. And this story shows us that he made a way no matter what the circumstance was. And what he's looking for is a believing heart. And this mother had that believing heart. And we see that this mother is the one who does all and dares all for the salvation of her baby. Can I say that? She does all and she dares all. Will you do all and dare all for your breakthrough this year? Do all, because that needs courage. Dare all, that needs faith. And this mother, that is what she is showing us this morning. She's showing us courage, which needs to be done. And she's showing us faith that needs to be known and you need to have it. And these two things, these two key things are the ones for your breakthrough. Especially for your children. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to talk about courage and just highlight a few things. She did not fear the decree of the king. This is a decree of a king. She did not fear. I'll tell you why. No matter how powerful the king was, she knew nothing could stand against the power of God. She knew in her heart and that was where her strength was. That was where her courage was. She knew no matter how powerful this man is, we call the king. She knew there was a powerful God who was with her. 
She hides the baby for three months. Mothers, can you just think of that? I could think of my kids when they were three months. They couldn't shut them up. Couldn't because they were crying all the time. Was it food? Was it the change in nappy? Whoa. I was overwhelmed when I had the first one. I'm going to tell you that. Hide a baby for three months. And I'm telling you, every time she was trying to hide the baby, she heard the voice saying, you are the one. She heard God saying deep in her heart, you are the one for this one. That was her encouragement. And then she makes a basket with the resources available. Tar, pitch, basket, straw. Does this make any sense? It doesn't make sense to me. It did for her that day because she used all of her skills. She was not giving excuses saying, I don't know what to do. She said, I am going to do with whatever I have. That's a mother. And the fourth point, she places the basket by the banks of River Nile. Can you imagine a mother putting a baby in a basket that she's done? She doesn't know if that will sustain the kid. But here she is, puts the baby in the basket and puts the baby in River Nile. And do you know what she heard then? She heard the voice of God saying, you are not alone. When she let that basket go, she heard the voice of God saying, you are not alone alone. And the last thing is she picks her teenage daughter to watch over her baby. Do you know what this tells me? She was imparting her courage and her faith to generations to come. This is what she was doing. She was teaching her child in that age and she was imparting something that she had. The most precious things that God had given her. Courage and faith she was imparting to Miriam. Faith. Something that we know and have. She knew that the baby was special and was destined for greater things. Mothers, your children are destined for greater things. Go find it. Go encourage them. Go impart what you have. She knew that God would protect him from all danger when she let go and let God. Learn to let go and let God. She knew that the Pharaoh's daughter would come and God would make a way. Every single time, all the time, God makes a way. She did what she could and when she could do no more, she depended totally on the faithfulness of God. Do all that you can. Do all that you can and the rest is in the hands of of God. I just want to give you a snapshot of a story to understand what of a story this was. Pharaoh's chosen instrument of death, the river Nile, became the instrument through which Moses was saved. 
A member of Pharaoh's family is the one who rescues the future deliverer. Think about it for a second. Moses was reunited, I love this, to his mother to be nursed and was paid. Ladies, this is what we need. Get paid to look after kids. Imagine that. Imagine God just orchestrating this. Like he reunites the child back to the mother and the mother's getting paid. Courage. Every spiritual decision you make is a decision about you trusting God and none other. Do we struggle? Of course we do. Do we have questions? Of course we do. As mothers, can I? Will I? How will I? We have all these questions. But remember these words. You and me together. You are not alone. If you don't take anything, anything away today, remember that you and him can take the world on. With him, with him, with him, everything is possible. And that's why he chose mothers who are selfless. No matter what the day brings, right? No matter what the day is like, we will always love our children. We will never change. Our love for them will never change. And daughters sitting here, can I tell you, your mom, you will never understand a love of a mother until you actually become one. That's me including. I never understood until finally God gave me this child and there was a child in my hands. I'm like, mom, now I know. Now I know. So honor your mothers. Daughters, honor your mothers. That's the most beautiful thing. Encourage your mothers. You know, the day you see them, they're down. Just bring them along. Bring them along. Because one day, one day you will be one. And you will have one. And they will bring you along. They will cheer you on. That is what we are here for. And God is in the midst of all of this. As mothers, all we show is great courage. We always show great courage because that's in our nature. We just know to protect our kids. But you know what I struggle with? I struggle with the faith of letting go of them. The tomorrows. I don't know the tomorrows. Oh, I'm not sure. Or will I let them go by themselves? I'm not really sure. But you know, I struggle with that. And that's okay. That is okay. God is with us. I'm saying this out loud and clear to myself. Let go and let God. There comes a time in our lives and our kids' lives, we need to learn to let go. These are the times where you're no more present physically as much as you would like to, but you know where you are? You're behind the scenes. You're in those closed doors on your knees. You're praying for your children. I know my child's gone away. She's about a thousand miles away from me. But Lord, I know you are there. I know you're with my child. I know. And that's all I need to know. All I need to know is that you are there. When she let that basket go, all she knew was God was in the midst. And nothing, nothing could harm that basket. And when we put our lovely kids in that basket and send them away, 
or even if they're near to you and send them away. Do you know what our assurance is? That he, he is always there. He is always there for our children. It's like how Jochebed trusted God and she was obedient to the call of God in the face of threatening circumstances. She stepped back and let go. Mothers, take heart. Take heart this morning because he will use your courage and your faith to accomplish his purposes in your children's lives. You are needed. You are needed for your children. But you know, he will use what he's given you, the courage and the strength and the faith. And he will accomplish the purposes in their lives. He will use you, but it's not all up to you. You need to seek your role as a, mother's, as a mother in God's plan and not the other way around. Can I say that again? You need to seek your role as a mother in God's plan. Not changing the plan and asking God to step in. In his plan, in his plan as a mother, what is my role, Lord? Show it to me. Show it to me. <clears throat> Mothers, spiritual, biological, aunts, sisters, we are not very different to the circumstance that Jochebed was. You look around the world that we live in, there's death and turmoil and darkness. Are you willing to be a Jochebed, a Miriam, a Bithya? Because he is placing you at the right time, at the right place, but will you do all, dare all? He has placed you. Nobody, nobody walks into your life with no, you know, you'll have to go back and see, why did that particular person cross my path this morning? Lord, what are you showing me? What is my do all, dare all in this situation? You have been called as a Jochebed, as a Miriam, as a Bithia, and you are at the right place at the right time. You are the one for the one, and then another, and then another, and then another, and then another, and then another. Keep moving. Keep sowing. Don't hold back. Keep doing what you are called to do today. Tomorrow is in his hands. Do it. Do all. Dare it. Dare all. And this morning, can we just ask God for this courage and faith to increase in our lives? to increase in our lives. Lord, we just this morning ask you to give us an anointing of courage and faith that we could do all, all that you've given in my hands, that I'll be able to do everything, that I don't hold back anything, not just for my children, for everybody that I meet, for all the children. 
You're called to be spiritual mothers for every child that you meet. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Do everything and dare everything because He has everything in store that you need. He does. He has everything in store. And let us do all and dare all this morning. Amen. Amen.